Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the weekly. Oh. What? How many times we've done this? You can't get it right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Football Mum podcast. I'm here with my mum, and let's get back into the. Let's get into the episode. Not on form today. Definitely not. <laughs> You're not on form. Trippier. You're doing up Trippier no, today. I'm not Trippier. Big up Trippier, though. Trippier, though. Is it? Trippier. I've always said Trippier. Trippier. You get you guys told me is it Trippier or Trippier? It's All trippy. I know is he's tripping up right now. Now let me not banter him because I do like um Kieran, but um man, he's been going through it. And to be I fair, know. I was I was just gonna say we're gonna do a new format going forward. Let us know if you like it in the comments, wherever you're listening. I feel like every episode I will read out either today's or this week's top stories or stories that I just see on my phone straight away, and then we react to them. And seeing as I start talking about Trippier, I think we should talk about that first. Okay. Because obviously there was some cup action. This week we just we just watched um Liverpool versus Ham. That's it. I don't know why I Bad forgot. One. And then um before that it was Chelsea Newcastle, and man, Trippier's not been having a good run of form, has he? No, it was really unlucky for Newcastle. Like they just had to hold it for two more minutes and then they could have won. So so I think the I think it's a really hard time for Trippier right now because I don't need to be I don't mean to be rude at all, but he basically cost them. The, the Carabao Cup so I think well, it wasn't a final yeah but to be honest like he cost them they could have had a good run in that in that um competition so <laughs> not with Liverpool doing it but I hear what you're saying yeah but so, do you know what do you know what the frustrating thing for me was like that's not his only bad performance he had that he had the same thing as Everton where who did he give a goal away to was it Beto I can't remember who it was but I remember he slipped up in the Everton game yeah. and they ended up losing I think 3-0 can't remember, but I know it was like a big loss. Sometimes it's just sloppy mistakes, though. Same thing in the Champions League game. Their last Champions League game against... Was it Champions League? I swear there was another thing he did. There was like three things, and that was like the final one. And to add salt to the wound, man. Tell them what I said when he stepped up to the penalty. Tell them what I said. He said, she said that he's obviously going to miss because he's had a really, really bad game. And he's his confidence been knocked down. So I thought his confidence was knocked down in the first place. But she said that his confidence has been knocked down. And then he stepped up and placed it wide, which was yeah. really annoying. And I just so, knew it was going to happen. Yeah. I feel like everyone knew it was going to happen. It got worse and worse for him. Like his head was already gone. I feel like he was overthinking the moment, overthinking previous games. I felt like you could see it on his face that, he just wasn't confident at yeah. all. And I'm no manager. I don't even play I don't even play football manager. Last time I played it, I think I was about 12. <laughs> like what? Yeah, I don't the even manager was out when he was 12. Don't do me like that. Anyway, like, you, you're acting like I'm said, mad old. You said you didn't have iPhones when you was a kid. Played it on the PlayStation. Football manager. Yeah. As in the, the football manager with the purple kits and the logo. I don't yeah. remember there was a when game on PlayStation where you can actually yeah, that same, that same game. That's been going for years, you know. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um. What was I just gonna say? Um. 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 You're not a manager. But I think it's time to start exercising substitutions around the 70th minute mark or 80th minute because I don't know if he's losing his legs, but it's definitely a mental thing because yeah. he seems to drop off towards the end of games recently, and he's clearly not informed. So I don't think. It's a 90-minute performance for Kieran Trippier these days. I think he just needs to... Maybe he's getting a bit more tired, like, playing games because he's getting older. Yeah, we forget that. He has had a long career, so maybe he's getting a bit tired. Mm, That is true. You know what? I saw some tweets. (coughs) Do we even call it tweets anymore? Because the app's changed now. Who knows? But... Yeah. 
some exes, you know. Um, some tweets were going in. You know, Twitter can be a ruthless place, ruthless place. But a Chelsea fan, I'm assuming he is, saying I really appreciate him for last night's support. Big up Trippier, and they brought up a tweet that Trips tweeted in 2014, saying, "Come on, Chelsea." So I'm assuming he's an out and out Chelsea fan. Yeah. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I, he he never played for Chelsea, so I thought he must have been a Chelsea fan. What? Yeah. That don't even make sense. No, because he posted he posted that tweet, but I thought at first before he said he's a Chelsea fan, I thought um he used to play for Chelsea or something. No. So that means he has to be a Chelsea fan then. Oh. That. Well done, Einstein. Um. <laughs> anyway, um, somebody said Kieran Trippier needs to be investigated, and they brought up something from the archives. They brought up a game when he was playing for Tottenham. Yeah. And hold on, let me find the video. So you can see where he did a pass back to Hugo Lloris, but he didn't pass it to Hugo Lloris's feet. He basically placed it into the goal. Wait, where is the video? For anyone that's listening, I hope you know what we're talking about because I can't actually show you, can I? Oh, so he's placed... Oh yeah, speak into the microphone, sweetheart. There we go. And guess who it was against? Chelsea. It's not looking good, is it? No. It's not looking good. No, it's not looking. <laughs> it's not looking that's, good. That's that's so horrible. So horrible timing, everything. This is what you know. The Twitter detectives are saying that he's doing this on purpose, trying to help Chelsea get further. But what professional footballer would do that? Yeah, like no one would I, do I don't that. Believe that. No one would he's do just that. Getting tired, and yeah. that was one mistake. Although I don't know why he smacked the boy as goalkeeper like that. Like, and it's not even to his feet. Exactly. Like, if if you know there's a chance of it going under his feet or something, why would you slap it at him like that? Like, he literally scored the goal. William didn't have to chase it. I know, he just followed it in yeah, for no reason. Just to, to make sure it was going on target. Yeah. Wow. No, he actually was making that run to stop the defender getting there. Man, not good. Not good. It's not been a good week for Trippier. But you know what? To be serious for once, I feel like people fail to mention that in hindsight, when you like, let's say in five years time, mm-hmm. I don't know, Trippier could be in a pod- on a podcast or in an interview or, you know, and speaks about this moment in his career, 2023 or whatever, Newcastle. 2024, basically. Yeah. And you don't know, like, I always feel like every time a player has a bad performance or goes for um, a rough patch, yeah, there's always something going on in their personal lives. And that's not me scapegoating or making up excuses, but there is like that pattern with certain players that it comes at, like even with Tommy Asu recently, remember he had that bad run of form last season. Mm-hmm. And then only this year we found out that his, was it his mum? One of his parents passed away at that time. And that's when it was like, oh, no wonder he was, you know, having bad performances. Yeah. And it happens to so many players and it's not like public information. They don't have to come out and say, oh, by the way, guys, my mom's ill or I'm having family issues or you know, I'm going for a divorce or whatever it is that could be affecting them mentally. There's always something that happens in their personal life and that could be affecting their personal um, performance on the pitch. That's just one way to look at it. I don't yeah. know. Or he, like you said, he could just be tired. I, think, <laughs> I believe he's tired. I believe he's getting older and tired because Tomiyasu's not really like old like that. He's only been to two clubs in his career and he's still young. He's still young so I think that Kieran Trippier's legs might be getting tired or something like that. Mm. All right, let's move on to the stories of the week. What do we have here? I am on mirror.go.uk. And the first thing that's come up is Premier League sack race. Top flight managers, including Ten Hag, Pochettino, Company and Hodgson, feeling the heat 
heading into chaotic festive fixtures this week. Now, let me get a hold on this story because why is Hodgson? Why is Hodgson in the mix? Roy is doing all right, isn't he? Roy Hodgson. Two Premier League managers have already lost their jobs this season, and as January transfer window approaches, several other bosses are looking nervously over their shoulder. Now, of all the names I just mentioned, who's the first to go? Let me bring it back just in case you forgot what names I mentioned. I mean. Some of them are not forgettable, but knowing you, you're probably daydreaming. I wasn't daydreaming. <laughs> um, who's going probably, first? Maybe I, I, it. It's sad, but it's gonna. It might be company because Ooh. even though he brought them to the top at the Premier League, he might still get sacked. So it's it's really it's really evil if they do that. But evil, it's business. But it might be company. Out of all those names, you thought company will be next. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Do you know what? I don't know why I just thought it would be Ten Hag, but like a lot of United fans have been saying, well, the ones that I've seen on YouTube and whatever have been saying, they're like, there's no point sacking the manager because the problems will still yeah, continue. Yeah, they've sacked so many managers and nothing's changed. Like, they'll be so bad and then for like one month or two months or maximum half of a season, they'll start playing decent and they'll start playing really good football and then the rest, they'll just start playing pants as usual. <laughs> Well, okay. Well, Raphael's bet is company. Let's actually see what the um what the article says. Did I click onto it? Yeah. Where are we? Eric Ten Hag. It has been a dreadful second season in charge. For, it's only been two seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I even did a like a um a Premier League prediction thing. Um, when not prediction, but like I did like. You know, like before the Premier League started this season, I did this video for a brand talking about what I was looking forward to the most. Like that guy. What's his, like the guy who does predictions with his dad. Yeah, it was similar to that. But I wasn't giving predictions, but saying things I was looking forward to. And I think I remember saying I was looking forward to the Manchester derby with um, Ten Hag's second season. And then they all had to fact check it. And I was like, yeah, it is only his like second season. It feels like he's been there for ages. Not really. It does. It actually feels like he's been there for a while. To me, I just think about the way the kit changed when um, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer left. I don't even remember. It feels kit. like he came right after Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Because I don't know. I don't remember the, the manager that was after Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Wasn't it Before. Ralph Ragnick? Wasn't it? I don't know. I don't remember. And these that things were literally like, not that long ago, you know. 2020, yeah. Was it? I don't think it was even that long ago. Wasn't it like 2021, 2020? I'm really... Bamboozled about yeah, this too much, situation. There's too much going on over there to keep up. Man United, man, fix up. Oh my god. Anyway, it says um having won the Carabao Cup last to oh yeah, against Newcastle. Gosh, man. There's been a lot that's happened in football since then. Anyway. Oh, I remember when we was in Spain, we watched that game. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. that wasn't the final. We watched the semi-final. Oh, with Newcastle and Liverpool. Yeah, and, yeah. and then um what do you call it? My man did that madness so he couldn't play the final. Yeah. Nick Pope came out yeah, of the bottom. And then he Salah, yeah, I remember it. Um, right, let me finish reading it. Um, they crashed out in the last 16 this time around. They finished bottom of their Champions League group and are 11 points adrift of the top of the Premier League. A goal a straw of Liverpool steadied the ship. The United were forced into ultra-defensive tactics for the game. The Red Devils now face a trio of huge games against West Ham, Aston Villa, who are... Psh, no, they're Aston not Villa are doing Aston bits. Villa. Um, and Nottingham Forest, with some already calling for his head. Yes, yeah, some fans are actually already calling for his head. So maybe I, I believe they have a strong chance against Nottingham Forest, but you never know with Man United. Yeah. Now speaking of your top pick, Vincent Company, 
Burnley cruised to promotion from the championship, like you said, with Vincent Company touted as a potential future replacement for Pep Guardiola at Manchester City. You, don't, you didn't know that. Yeah, so it's it's not, it's rumoured that Pep's leaving soon, either at the end of the season or we're definitely within the next two seasons. Finally, man. <laughs> I'm sick of that oil money FC. Wow. Um, they just buy finally it's finally paying off now it's like it's like um 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 the people from the villages versus versus the people who are rich with with gold houses and everything gold houses yeah they they finally start getting unhappy but the the poor people are really really happy and they have a good spirit so when it comes to the rich people versus not the poor people sorry like like the 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 less powered people Mm -hmm. The less power people win. Like, that's why soon... Like David and Goliath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Man City is Goliath. And, and um, Aston Villa's... No, no, no. Um, no one's David anymore. Cause They're Go- all Davids. Because Goliath has already been whipped. He hasn't left yet, by the way. I'm just saying he's rumoured to leave soon. And everyone's talking about who could be the next replacement. There's actually been rumours that it could be, you know... Um, Company. No. Well, it was... He was going to be, he was in the hat. I'm sure he was. Um, but it was rumoured to be, why have I got his name? Una Emery. Top why would he leave Aston Villa though, at this time? I know, but like, it's not this time. It could be the next two years. Barely. Pep, hurry up and leave, man. Anyway, back on to company. No, um, but, but if Pep leaves, I'll miss like, what looking at his head. Because I remember. What it is was, wrong with you? I really hope so, he doesn't watch this. It was so fresh. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, um, but the Clarets' first season back in the top flight has been nothing short of a disaster. They sit second bottom of the table with just two wins and eight points from 17 games. Tough games against title challengers Liverpool and Aston Villa are coming over the festive... Oh, my God. Yeah, well, he could be gone. Yeah. You never know. Um, Burnley could do a Bournemouth and act, like clutch at the end of the season and stay in the Premier League, or they're just going to go down. <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> but, but Southampton are definitely going to come up, so that's a great piece. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I don't understand what's funny. Oh, wait, what's funny? Goodbye, Burnley. Bro, it's December. This guy, this guy used to eat, oh. this boy used to be so sweet and so nice. Now he's out here <laughs> burning clubs. Wow. I like, well, actually, I was going to say I like Burnley. That drive, the drive wasn't too bad when I went to the away game there. Stadium, it's a nice classic stadium. Southampton's definitely coming up though. I like South, I like the Southampton got, as a club. Yay. I lo- like So you'll be to trade there. You wanted to sign for Southampton. I love their academy. I how was there long? recently in the You said it was one hour by train. So how long is it by car? When I drove there the other day. 45 minutes? No, it was two and a half hours, I think. So how was it one hour by train? Train's quicker. Train's always quicker. When I drive to Manchester, it's like four and a half hours, sometimes five if I stop and stuff. But by train. How long is it by train again, guys? Two and a half. I take train all the time there as well. No, I need to. I need to Two go to Southampton. Anyway, this guy, this guy's talking about going to Southampton. You played, you, you said- played at every academy in London. You think you could just go to 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 Southampton and they're gonna take you? No. Try conquer the teams in London first, yeah. Wow. Sorry. No, no, no. Sorry, no. sorry, sorry. <laughs> um. Right. Anyway, let's move on. Wait, actually, no. Let's not move on because why is Roy, H- Roy Hodgson in this list? I don't know. He's doing well with Crystal Palace. Having left Crystal Palace in 2021, Roy Hodgson returned last season to rescue them from relegation. Mm. He agreed to stay on for this season, but it has been a campaign of frustration for Eagle fans. They sit 15th in the table. Oh, yeah. While only Burnley, 
and Sheffield United have scored less goals than Hodgson's side. There's a growing feeling that Palace could look to make a change, especially with the, the top target, Steve Cooper, now available. Yeah, I don't know if you saw this yesterday. Nottingham Forest stack, sacks. Why can't I speak? <laughs> Nottingham Forest sacks Steve Cooper. Yeah. And they've now appointed <coughs> Nuno. Remember Nuno? Nuno. Oh, the, 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 he used to manage Wolves. Like, and Spurs, the, yeah. the old... The old man. Man said old like, man. Not to, I'm not even being rude. I mean, he's an elderly person. He's not elderly. Oh, my God. Oh, anyway, you know, and anyone who knows age, do not be offended. He thinks I'm super old. Sorry, sorry. I don't. No, I've never said that in You my say life. all the time, like, are oh, you old people? And like, like, I literally remember going to college the other day, like, relax. Like, not literally the other day, but I'm really not that old. I'm still down with the kids. Um... <laughs> Anyway, Palace hosts Brighton on Thursday before games against Chelsea and Brentford. And if the Christmas period does not go well, former Manchester City star Michael Brown believes Hodgson would be happy to step down. Who on earth is Michael Brown? Who is he like playing in the 1980s with baggy shorts or something? Well, I don't know. I just know he played for Man City. Um, Who is Michael Brown? Search it up quickly. Right. Mauricio Pochettino is also on the list. Yeah, he's enjoyed... Why can't you speak? I'm really messing up my words, aren't I? Yes. I don't know. Maybe I'm just tired. Maybe I'm hearing trippy over. Um, you you keep telling me I'm, I'm burning Premier League clubs. Well, you keep you keep like targeting Kieran Trippier. I'm really sorry, Kieran. I'm actually sorry. Please give us tickets to a game one day. Would love to come what? down to the Tuna. I mean, I've never been to um, St James's Park. I've never been. I always miss that so away first game. First, you go from cussing him to I didn't cuss him. It's just a little bit of light banter. Like he'll get it. Hopefully he's not in a bad place because then he won't get it. But it's just a little bit of light banter. Sorry. If it's offended you, I take it back. Right. Why am I talking like he's going to be watching this? He might. He won't. He might. Right. And Nike, sponsor me. Who? Nike. It's Nike. Get it right. No, it's not. You watch that that um that Jordan Air movie. Now you think it's Nike. It's Nike. It's that's, always what the Ameri- that's what the Americans call but it. That's where it was, ma- oh, it was born in America. Oh, Michael Jordan. He's going to sign for Nike. He's going to sign for Converse. And when you get the Converse, the, the guy's going to say, oh, I've met a lot of good players, but this one here is the best one. So that's why I think you should come to Nike and sign the deal with Nike. You mean we'll Converse. give him the Mercedes and, 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 and two point, no, 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 250K. <laughs> Are you done? Yeah. It's Nike. Anyway, the safest... What do you call it? Nike or Nike? But to be fair, my whole life I've called it Nike, though. I think everyone in the UK pretty much calls it Nike. That's exactly what I said. You watch one American movie and now you call it Nike. No, I've done work with people at Nike before. And I would always say Nike from them. And then they they will respond saying, yeah, so Nike will send you this. And I'm like, so is it Nike or Nike? And they always say, it's Nike. Like, and that's from the London offices, people from London. But yeah, the safest of the four managers in this list is undoubtedly Mar- Mauricio Pochettino. The Argentine, I'm going to talk really slow now so I can talk properly. Hold on, oh, we have an off topic question. Okay. Guys, do you think I should start a gaming channel? Comment down below in the comments or, or on Spotify, leave it in the review or something. Like, tell me, should I start a gaming channel? Because I'm too cold at every game I play. I can play FIFA, um, um. Yeah, that's it, really. <laughs> <laughs> you are the most unserious child I know. The most unserious. But but guys, aren't you guys aren't like you know the guys on PS Five? 
Aren't you finding it suspicious that that UFL still hasn't come out yet? It's really getting on my nerves. UFL, Ukrainian Football League, please open your game soon. I want to play on PS5. Please, I want to play with hashtag United in a video game. In a video game? A video game. Please, UFL, please. Can I finish reading this paragraph now? Yeah. Thanks. The safest of the four managers in this list is undoubtedly Mauricio Pochettino. The Argentine only took over at Chelsea in the summer, but it has been a decidedly mixed season so far. He's a bit safe, though. While they have reached the semi-finals of the Carabao Cup after, you know, being gifted that goal from Madrid, the Blues sit 10th in the table, 17 points adrift of leaders. Arsenal! 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 Well, let's not get too excited too soon. We did that last year. Um, it feels like a campaign of one step forward, two steps back for Pochettino, who is admittedly dealing with a huge injury list. That is true. But owner Todd Bowley is known for having a trigger finger, having sacked Graham Potter after just 31 games last season. Oh, nice. That has led to former Blue Star Pat Nevin raising doubts over his future ahead of games against Wolves, Crystal Palace and Luton. Don't don't tell don't talk about that Todd Bowley guy. What? He doesn't know nothing about soccer. <laughs> Silly you? American. He don't That's rude. You can't say that. I right, sorry, so sorry. I take it back. But don't tell me about this. He knows nothing about football. He find he finds out he, he his fans always complaining yeah, and then his assistant comes in like, Oh, the the Chelsea fans aren't Hello, my hello, my pleasant leader. The Chelsea fans aren't quite happy with your management, and we need a new management to get replaced. Anyone? Okay, just get the most expensive one there is. <laughs> I love soccer. <laughs> I'm guessing you copied that from a YouTube video. No. Being where has that just come from? My brain. Wow. Let's just move topic, guys. Let us know Wait, who what, you think. What does that say? Stay focused. Okay. Stay focused. Let us know who you think will be the next manager to be sacked. Company, Pochettino, Ten Hag, or Roy Hodgson? Roy Hodgson. Roy Hodgson. Right. Now, on more serious news now. So no more jokes and banter. Be serious for one minute. I know you like to be the funny yeah, guy. I, I don't have to be funny. I don't think you even saw this news the other day. Mm-mm. But there was a match that didn't play the whole... Yeah, because of a concussion or something. It wasn't a concussion. It was a bit more serious. It was more more serious than like a, that. Like a heart attack, cardiac. I'll just yeah. I'll just say it to you, okay? So Bournemouth v Luton to be replayed in full after Tom Lockyer cardiac arrest. So Luton's trip to Bournemouth last Saturday was abandoned midway through the second half after Hatter's captain Tom Lockyer suffered a cardiac arrest on the pitch. Now he's that is captain. yeah, he's his captain, and it's not the first time this happened to me, but it happened in the. Uh, let me just read it before I say the wrong thing. I think it happened in the playoff final, but let me just check. Um, the Premier League have confirmed Luton's clash with Bournemouth will be replayed in full um, following the cardiac arrest. The league have released a statement on the matter, which reads, following the on-field medical emergency involving Luton Town FC player Tom Lockyer, the Premier League board has decided last Saturday's AFC Bournemouth versus Luton Town fixture will be replayed in full. The game will be rescheduled for later in the season with a date to be confirmed following consultation with relevant parties. The decision to abandon the match in the 59th minute was made collectively between the match officials, players, managers from both clubs and the Premier League. The league would like to thank the medical staff and all those involved for their swift actions in responding to what was an extremely upsetting situation for everyone. We wish Tom a continued recovery and our thoughts are with him, his family and all those at Luton Town FC. So at the time of the incident, the scores were level at 1-1. Um, Dominic Solanke scored... Um, 
Um, after Elijah Adebayo opened the opened the score, and it was one 0 to Luton at the time, and then Solanke equalised. Um, and then then that incident happened. Gosh, man, how sad is that? I, I feel for the fans that are in the stadium. How old is he? How old is he again? I know the article doesn't say, does it? I don't actually know. Let me Google it. I'm I'm pretty sure he's in his twenties. Um, let me just Google it quickly. Tom Lockyer. He is. 29. He's 29 years old. Mm. That is so sad. I mean, we witnessed something similar. We, we don't know, actually know what happened. Yeah, was it on the same day? Yeah, it was on Saturday as well. So oh my God, it was at the same time, pretty much. Because I remember Solanke was my it captain. Was in the si- it was in the 60th minute. Yeah. I was around the same time because I had a notification that Solanke scored and I was like, yes. And I, I wanted to check after the game, like, yo, what happened to the points? Because there was no update. And I was like, the score, he said the game had finished. I was like, how could it finish? It just, because I didn't know at the time what happened, the situation. Because I didn't have that much reception in Tottenham Stadium. Yeah, Tottenham Stadium is just so bad. No, like, talk about the incident that happened at Tottenham. Yeah, I'm being serious. Like, the, 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 the medical staff was taking so long to respond. The fans kept shouting, oh, she's on the floor. She's, she's passed out. We need help. We need help. And it was taking their sweet time. Like, it's, it, it was really bad, man. Well, at least, at least she's safe. Yeah, to be fair, to be fair, Seb, I don't think they knew what was happening because it was quite loud. We had a really, like, active... Fan base. Yeah, especially in our section, the away section. All the Arsenal fans were very loud throughout the whole, throughout the whole game. It wasn't like... We'll chant a couple songs and be silent. The whole game, Arsenal fans were loud. Yeah. So even I was confused because we was all chanting. I think it was even through on goal at this point. So of course the, the, the noise is going to be amplified. And then there was a small section that was just like screaming. Yeah. Like, yeah. Help, like, yeah and it was like, what's Lino, going on? Lino, Lino. And they kept asking So how Lino. can you say the Tottenham staff were slow to react? We didn't even know what was going on. No, it was right there. Then, then, then the Lino, the Lino called the staff. But they kept yeah, the like, delaying staff. it and delayed, like going backwards, going forwards. They didn't just yeah. go and check on the person. Though. Because I don't think the Lions woman knew what was happening. So like, all, you can imagine, all the fans are screaming. She's, yeah. even though it seems like she's close to us, she's not close enough to hear what they're really saying. And everyone's talking at the same time whilst everyone's still chanting. And then I think the whole stadium, stadium caught wind that, okay, something serious is happening here. Then she could hear a bit. So she's talking in her earpiece, relaying information to the four officials who are then closer to the medical staff from both Arsenal and Tottenham. And then they both come rushing over, but like the people in the crowd were saying, no, paramedics, paramedics. We To this day, we still don't know what happened. We just know there was a young lady, a blonde woman that was on the floor for ages in the crowd. I say ages. It felt like a long time, but it was probably like six, seven minutes. Should we say like roughly 10 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, 10 minutes of gameplay had stopped. They stopped the game and everyone in the crowd was just confused. But then they continued the game without even knowing if this lady was okay or not. The game just continued. and Everyone was just like, do you watch the game? Do we find out if this woman's like, dare I say it, dead or alive? Like, we didn't know what was going on. Like, do you know what I mean? It wasn't that, that crossed your mind because everyone was really panicked over there. It didn't cross my mind. I just thought she passed out or something. Oh, sorry, my bad. That's me being morbid. Forgive me. Um, They even cleared that whole area. So for, even when the game continued, there was about 35 people without seats because they had just had to be moved and it was standing up watching the game. Um, But was, yeah, that was quite terrifying. That was really weird. It's, I didn't know what to do in this yeah. situation. It was just weird. And like the game continued. We were even losing at this point, one nil down. And I should be having my eyes glued on the game, waiting for like a comeback and equalizer. But I was just like watching that section the whole time just to see if she was okay. And then eventually she stood up, they put the foil around her, and you all applauded. And she went down like not the main tunnel, 
But you know that like, every stadium has that separate tunnel yeah. that's like for ambulances for, and like, stuff. The ambulance vans to go. Yeah. yeah, she, she went down there, there, probably to the medical room that they have in the stadium. But yeah, that was scary. And that was just that was just us as watching a fan that we don't know. So imagine how those Luton Town fans felt and the Bournemouth fans watching someone that they know. Yeah, like a player yeah. and their captain as well. Yeah. Just having a cardiac arrest. So thoughts to Tom and his family and to all the fans and staff that were there that day. And to everyone that watched the game. Was the game live? Probably not, actually. I can't remember what time the kickoff was. But yeah, to anyone that witnessed um, the incident, that is very tough. Right. Let's move on to our third and final story. Which one should we pick? Because there's so much on the page let's just pick one at random where should we go um what news was there this week come on why is my phone moving do crazy oh here we go i'm gonna pick this one okay i'm picking it Joey Barton, he has been the man of the moment. No, I can't say man of the moment, but he's been the talk of the town recently in all the headlines because he keeps saying uh, click-worthy stuff, clickbait-worthy stuff. He's just he's just always saying something, isn't he? Some of you may agree with him, some of you may not. Um, but Joey Barton has been on one again. So Joey Barton slammed for Mary Earp's comments as Prince William has he say. Oh, I didn't even know Prince William got involved. Yeah, this is slammed me. Like, you know. Uh what's the word? You know, my brain's on one today. He's been like egg, rotten tomatoes, tomatoes. Like people are just not agreeing with him, basically. Anyway, Joe Barton has been hammered by fans after he took aim at Mary Earps being named the BBC Sports Personality of the Year. So last night, Mary Earps won one of the most prestigious awards of the year, the Uh, BBC Sports Personality of the Year, right? So the Lionesses goalkeeper was recognised on Tuesday night and became the second England women's football star to win the award in as many years. Barton has recently taken issue with women commentating on the men's game and was less than impressed with Earps being named the winner. So what does just, that have to do with commentating? So for a bit of context, last week or a week before, Joey Barton went on like this Twitter rant saying that women have no place in men's football, that women are just there to tick boxes. They should not be on Sky Sports or BBC Sports or TNT Sports or whatever sports talking about the Premier League or the Men's Champions League and they should just stick to women's football and that they don't know nothing about women's about men's football basically. Yeah? It's the same thing, but okay. The Manchester United shotstopper helped England reach the final of the World Cup, saving a penalty in the final. Yet Barton was frustrated by her success and felt stunned that some of her competitors were not crowned instead of her. Barton said on Earp's achievements, so the best sports person of the year is a woman goalie. Lost in a couple of finals this year, not won a sausage, so popular that Nike didn't even send, sell a replica jersey before the tournament. You telling me all those who jumped on that bandwagon haven't voted in the BBC nonsense? Good luck to Mary. Hope she makes a few quid. Wow. He also added to win before Ronnie O'Sullivan and Frankie Dettori. Well, that's just madness to me. Both almost genius like in their respective fields. They've lost to a big sack of spuds that plays in goal for a girls team. Fans have taken to social media to slam Barton with the overall theme being that the ex-Premier League midfielder is bitter about her success. One said, you're just jealous. Another added, how can you comment? You've only ever played 12 minutes of international football. <laughs> One man typed more England caps than you. Well, damn. 
Um, one man to congratulate Earps is the Prince of Wales. William took to social media to praise the goalkeeper's achievements. As he said, hugely well-deserved, Mary. Congratulations, W. So Earps has followed in the footsteps of 22... W? Is that the language Prince William's using? That's what I was thinking, but maybe he's just signing it W oh, for yeah. William. I was thinking the same thing, like, oh, W's up. Um, Earps has followed in the footsteps of 2022 winner Beth Mead and confessed she thought her international career was over before Serena Wigman came in and led the Lionesses to huge success. I stayed out of the England team for quite some time. All these happy memories of the game that I loved didn't make any sense anymore. Right, but yeah, she had a really thoughtful um, speech. I'm not going to read it all out, but I am going to go to Joe Barton's tweet. They, did, they didn't add that one, did they? But I did see it on Twitter. He also tweeted saying, I'd score 100 out of 100 penalties against Mary Earps any day of the week, twice on a Sunday perspective. And then some, here are the responses to that. What's your thoughts on that tweet, by the way? Before I read some of the responses. He said, I'd score 100 out of 100 penalties against Mary Earps on any day. All right, all right. First of all, stop the cap. <laughs> Immediately, stop the cap. She's probably the best women's goalkeeper there ever, there ever will be. Okay, that's Raf's take. Um, Martin James responded, you Except Zinsberger. No one's ever going to be better than Zinsberger because Zinsberger is legendary. Like, yeah. I'm keeping that out because she stood and watched the goal rolling in the North London Derby. Oh, my day. God. What she can do is, it's the element of shock. The elementals of the you shock. You can't be shocked. You do a lot of reaction training and training. You can. There's no time for shock. It's time because, to react. Because, yeah, it was coming to her. So she was going yeah, to bend down. Yeah, as a bull would, as a goalkeeper. She was about to bend down. And then her defender deflected it. And it went on the other side. Are you side. sure it was deflected? Yes, it was deflected and it came to the other side. So she was like... Zinsberger, you're forgiven. I'm just salty about that loss. I'm so salty. She was like... Stunned. Cha-cha, real smooth. Anyway... <laughs> Right, the response is to Joey Barton's tweet. Martin says, you couldn't score 100 out of 100 against an open goal. <laughs> Jamie Who says... Who even play for? Jamie said, why not take the penalties? And if you lose, donate the money to charity. Good one. Um, a West Ham fan... No, West Ham Images page said, it's fascinating watching your midlife crisis unfold in real time. Damn, that's harsh. Um, hold on. The Duke says, remember that penalty you put over the crossbar against Villa and missed the one against... Deportivo La Coruna. I don't think I'm buying this made-up theory of yours. <laughs> Not them coming with their receipts. What is his problem with women? Maybe he doesn't have a problem with women. I just think he has a problem with women footballers. He's just not on the women's football bandwagon, probably never will be on it. And there are people like that. But why do you have to... Same. Why do you have to openly spew that much hate when you're such a known person? And why would you influence people to, to not like women's football? I find it with there's, there's sports that I don't like or don't watch. I don't have an interest in. But I'm not going to go on Twitter. Let's say if I had a hundred thousand followers or a million followers, I'm not going to go on Twitter and be like, "Why is this tennis player winning?" I don't even know what it's called. The, the Grand Slam. Oh my god! It's called, huh? It's it's called Wimbledon. That's where they play, but it's called the Grand Slam. Why why is this tennis player winning? I think this one's like tennis is trash. Like imagine like why would I do that? I'll just not watch it. Do you know what I mean? Why is he so bothered is my main question. What is bothering you so much? But, but I, on that point, though, I do think football's better than soccer. <sighs> Go away. Because I tried it, yeah? So I was, it's the same I, thing. I, I, no, no. So remember when I was walking up to your car, I had my sock. I had an extra sock. I slapped the sock on the car. I dodged it, took it back up, put the sock on the car again. But it just seems really boring. <laughs> 
soccer. That is a dad joke of all dad jokes, and oh, you're 12. I'm not even a dad. That is a dry joke. That how, is some dry humor. Hey, hey, this is off topic. How do trees go online? They log in. Ah, <laughs> ah. I feel like ah. you've just been stealing jokes off TikTok ah. or something. No, that one was off of YouTube shorts, but yeah. <laughs> Right, listen, guys, that is our reactions to some of the news stories this week. Is that all your reaction to Joe Barton? Nothing more to say? Yeah, mm. we'll leave that. We'll leave that for the mm. negative Nancys. Mm. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning into another week of the Football Mum podcast. As always, I've been Pippa Monique. I've been Raphael. And we'll see you next week. Mm. Don't seem too sure. You're not coming next week? Psych! <laughs> <laughs> the wrong number. Oh no! You have, no start that again. No, what are you psych- doing? I feel I like you say- had too much sugar or something. When I say psych, the wrong number. You have to do the O, and you have to lean this way. Alright, three, two, one. Psych is the wrong number. Oh. oh okay, I have no idea what I just participated in. Hopefully, it doesn't embarrass me. Um, as always, guys, I forgot to mention, please, 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 wherever you're watching this, give it a thumbs up, leave a review if you're watching or listening on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast from. If you're joining us on YouTube podcast, leave a comment below. Um, and yeah, let us know what stories you want us to tap into. Like if you see one during the week next week, come back to the video and be like, talk about this one. Let me know your thoughts on this one. Yes, sir. All right. See you guys next week. Goodbye. Bye.